following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's what's on the calendar. January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six with eight performances inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. January 19th inside Van Andel Arena, it will be the Winter Jam featuring We the Kingdom, Jeremy Camp, Andy Minio, and Wilson Austin. French, Disciple, and hosted by Nusson. No tickets needed. $15 donation accepted at the door. And January 22nd, the Harlem Globetrotters are back in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. The 2023 World Tour presented by Jersey Mike Subs. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And January 27th and 28th, the professional bull riding tour is inside Van Andel Arena. The Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tractor Supply Classic. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. That's a two-day show. And January 30th, Dancing with the Stars Live with special guest Gabby Windy inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids, don't forget the camper travel and RV show January 12th through the 15th. And the remodeling and new home show at DeVos Place January 20th through the 22nd. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another hour on a road show inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. It's the ultimate fishing show, Detroit. It goes through tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday on the east side of the state. One of the largest and most attractive fishing shows in America. The huge fishing boat selection, the expanded ice village, or Ice Fishing Village, uh, you can book a trip of a lifetime, the Outfitters Expo, Lake Ultimate, the Hog Trough, uh, they have the fly fishing area, the rock climbing wall, uh, it's kid friendly, uh, family fun, uh, you can go through everything at ultimatefishingshow.com, buy your tickets online, especially for the weekend, uh, you can avoid what will be huge crowds on Saturday and Sunday, buy your tickets online at ultimatefishingshow.com, they also have uh, the complete list of everything going on, all the uh, vendors, uh, the seminars. Uh, you can register to win a $1,000 shopping spree at Frank's Great Outdoors. That will be drawn at the close of the show on Saturday 
uh, January 14th, which would be tomorrow at 8 p.m. And the show runs through Sunday here at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. It's the ultimate fishing show, Detroit. I also want to give some love to our good friend and a man who really built up this show to what it is today, Henry Boucher. A little under the weather, couldn't be out here today, but I know Henry may be listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. Uh, huge love to a longtime friend of the show, uh, Henry Boucher. We did throw out our Bud Light huge question of the day about an hour ago. If you had to pick one that you could lose in the state of Michigan, Harbaugh or Ben Johnson with the Lions, you could only pick one who stays. I'm not saying both won't stay, but if you had to choose one, who would it be? That's Superfly Hayes coming up with the Bud Light huge question of the day. And by the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Answer the Bud Light huge question of the day. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena on the west side of the state. Feature top-shelf talent for ticket and team info. Go to Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and follow the gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go talk about Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. The playoffs are awesome when it comes to the National Football League, the biggest thing in sports in America. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. Uh, National NFL Insider standing by. How you doing, Frank? Hey, good. What's going on? Good. Uh, what's the most intriguing game uh, for you this weekend? Uh, it's, you know, to me, it's the Jaguars Chargers, and it's kind of strange that these two two teams without a huge fan base, right? Like, I don't want to say the Chargers are a small market. They're obviously not, but. It's not a game that grips you immediately, but I think it's telling that they put this in primetime on Saturday night, that they just said these two young quarterbacks, these two fun teams, kind of it's going to make for a good game. We're not going to just put, you know, the New York Giants in primetime on Saturday. We want to get the best possible game. And I think that's it. I think that this, of the – and I do think Giants-Vikings is going to be good too. That will be fun. Um, but I, I do think Chargers-Jaguars is the, the game I'm uh, most excited for. And I think Giants seem to be my only quasi-upset special. I know it's the NFL and anybody on any given day can beat uh, the other team, but there's just something about the Vikings that their luck – I know their offense has been explosive, but I – I just think that that could be. I'm not saying the Vikings are going to lose, but I think that could be the upset of round one, the wild card weekend. Yeah, I can see that. I think most people are probably leaning that way. They're they're kind of that popular underdog pick, right? Like, uh, we can all kind of see. We wouldn't, I don't think anybody would be that surprised if that happened. If you look back at the first meeting, and it's kind of fun that, you know, all six of these games are rematches from the regular season. So you can kind of get clues on, you know, how these games might play out. The Giants really outplayed them in the first game. They lost on a, you know, walk-off 61-yard field goal. But they significantly outgained the, the Vikings. They mostly look like a better team in that game. They, you know, they, they, 450 yards of offense or whatever it was. They played really, really well. So, 
you know, I, I, I do think the Giants, you know, it wouldn't shock me if the, if the Vikings won. I don't want to be one of these guys who just kind of trashes the Vikings at every opportunity because I think they're, they're no, they're not as good as a record, but they're not bad. <laughs> they're not, you know, I mean, Vikings fans have to hear every single week about how bad their football team is. Like, no, no, they still won 13-4, and, and that matters. But, yeah, I think if you're looking at all these games, you, you look and you say, that's the, that's the one that seems the most ripe for an upset. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, McVay coming back. I, I, I know he kind of floated the TV idea out there, but, man, you know, you win a Super Bowl, then you're going to walk away. I don't think that's a good look, and I don't think that carries a lot of credibility weight uh, to become a top-shelf analyst. And he wants another run, maybe a couple years uh, running with Stafford. They still win healthy, have a team get cut back after the ankle injury. So your thoughts on McVay coming back, and what does that do? It's, it, it, there won't be another opening, but we still have all the jobs open. So your thoughts on McVay, and when do when do teams start hiring uh, new coaches? Yeah, I, I mean, I was surprised, honestly, that McVay came back. I thought that it just kind of the writing was there that, you know, he thought about it after last year. He just seems like a guy who's just kind of a little burned out. And I can get it, like... These guys put in long hours. It is, it is not an easy job to be an NFL head coach. It is a 24-7 job with a lot of stress. And going up to the broadcast booth and getting paid $20 million a year from Amazon probably did sound pretty appealing. So I I, I don't I, I assume it was a legitimate, you know, he, he really, really had to think about this. And just when you're 36 years old, <laughs> it's tough to walk away, especially when you're one of the five, six, seven best people in your profession. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that he also thought, what am I going to do? Like, what? he's a kind of a football lifer. He's a, this is kind of what he does. It would be hard to transition away from that. So, it was. it's good for the Rams, obviously, to have him back. And as far as when we see coaches get hired, boy, I... Uh, Probably in the next, I would assume in the next week. I, I mean, Sean Payton has to wait, and I think until January 17th to do in-person interviews. So that's probably holding this up. But I think he's the first big domino to fall. Once Sean Payton goes to the kind of the, you know, it sounds like he's he's gotten permission to talk to three different teams. Once he kind of choose, because I think he's choosing rather than the other way around. Once he chooses where he wants to go, then I think you're going to see all the other dominoes fall pretty fast. And I think, you know, Peyton, and this connects to Harbaugh, where it looks now that there's intense contract talks going on, and the University of Michigan president, who's a big sports fan, and a guy who helped keep Fickle at Cincinnati and build up Cincinnati's athletic department and stature to the point of getting to the Final Four and moving to the Big 12, I think he's going to give Harbaugh a big offer. The question then becomes, does Harbaugh want to chase uh, the NFL again? Uh, Peyton, you know, I, I look at all the openings, and I know Indy could get a young quarterback, and it is surprising that C.J. Stroud hasn't declared for the NFL draft yet. I don't know what's up there. Maybe there's huge NIL money. It is Ohio State. They are, uh, and I want to beat Michigan. Somebody could give him, like, unheard of NIL money to play one more year. Uh, we'll see. I think the deadline's coming up. Is it Monday or something, right? Is that it? Monday or Tuesday? I, I think it is yeah, it's soon. I don't know exact, the exact date. But yeah, that's yeah, strange. It, I, I mean, uh, yeah. It, when's the last time? I mean, we'd have to go back a really long time to see a quarterback who could have gone top five that returned to school. Like, mm. I mean, 
That's what I'm probably State. missing one, but yeah, it's they got money. I, hey, that's what he wants to do. I, I, I never, I never fault the guy for going back. Like, if you want to go back to school, you understand the risks. I, we're not dumb. Like, you understand every risk involved in going back to school and passing on being a top, probably two NFL draft pick. But if hey, if you want to play at Ohio State, that, that there's only one chance in your life to do that. Like this is so I, I don't really like if he were to say he's staying, I wouldn't fault him for that. Like he knows the risk, and I would hope he stays healthy and be it's rooting his for choice that. But if he wants to stay, right? I mean, if they want to give choice, him, and there's something. Who knows if Ohio State, Ohio State, right? Who knows if Ohio State has ten, fifteen million? I'm serious, knowing that yeah. uh, they that they were this close, uh, a field goal kick away a make from probably getting a national championship, and then that's the easy way out, that you know, Ohio State, you know, their NIL money, because they had a pretty good fun working before NIL. Hello, Jim Trestle and Maurice uh, Claret and Terrell Pryor, but is had, uh, you know, this NIL money that's, you know, Booster said, here's $10 million to come play one year for us. Seriously. Yeah, I, I wouldn't surprise Whatever me. Whatever it is, I mean, it's, uh, what, what did I, I think Oscar Shibway got uh, the Kentucky power forward who was national player of the year last year. I think he got seven figures to come back to Kentucky in NIL money. I might be wrong about that, but I thought it was seven figures. So if he can get a big payday like that, why can't the quarterback at Ohio State who was a Heisman finalist, you know? So, I yeah, and again, like if, whatever these people decide, as long as, as, long as you're, I, I hate to think that they're getting bad advice. You know, the kids who leave early who have no business leaving early, that kind of stuff. But as long as all the information's in front of you and you just decide, hey, it's worth the risk for me to come back and be the Ohio State Buckeyes quarterback for another year because I'm never going to have that chance again, and there's never going to be another chance for me to win a Heisman and win a national championship, hey, do what you want to do. I agree. I've always said this about players. Uh, at transfer portal, coaches uh, leave when they want to, and, and that's why I go back to Peyton to start the, the portion of this conversation with Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider joining us on the huge show across Michigan that, hey, everyone has a right. Peyton can choose his team. Uh, C.J. Stroud can choose to take NIL money and stay another year, and coaches move, players transfer portal. Hey, uh, NCAA is making billions uh, in this business, and it is basically professional sports now uh, at the D1 level, especially connected to the Power 5 group. But the one uh, footnote on Peyton... Sean Payton, that, you know, Denver looks like the only team, because you have Russell Wilson, the only team ready. And I know, Indy, there's that talk of, hey, the Bears might trade out because they don't need a quarterback. And especially if C.J. Stroud doesn't come back, that just, you know, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that, that creates massive wealth uh, for the Bears with the overall number one NFL draft pick. But and I, it, it seems to be if he wants to come back, it will be... It will be Denver unless there's a big surprise waiting from Jerry Jones and never discount him that when the Cowboys are eliminated for the playoffs, if they're knocked out earlier than expected, let's say by Brady this weekend, that he, he gives a gazillion dollars to Peyton and he lets McCarthy go. I totally agree that if... I, I don't care what Jerry Jones has said. If they lose to that Buccaneers team on, on I think it's they play, oh, Monday. They play Monday. Yeah. How could you not? How could you not consider the Sean Payton option? We know he loves Sean Payton for good reason. Payton's a great coach. And you have to realize if you're Jerry Jones and that's been your kind of white whale out there, this is your last shot. 
You paid him wherever he goes to Denver? He's not going to, you have to assume he's going to coach for at least five years. And then Peyton will be, I think, like 67 years old or something like that at the, at the end of the five years. This is his last job. Like, I don't assume Sean Payton's going to coach the Cowboys in 2028. Like, this is it. Like, if it's your Jerry Jones and you really want to play ball and get Sean Payton, you got to do it right now. It's, it's not happening again. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I agree. I, I think Payton's going to coach Cowboys next year. I don't, unless, the, even then, we've watched him move on Switzer after he won a Super Bowl like two years previously. And I remember here in Detroit, or in, in the state of Michigan, Rick Carlisle had a great year, won like 44, 45 games. Pistons were a playoff team, got to like the second round, I think. And they went out and fired uh, Carlisle and brought in Larry Brown because Larry Brown was more of a championship caliber coach. That's it. It's not the and personal. That, that, it's a business with yeah, all the NFLs. Exactly. And if you are, I mean, it's any other position on an NFL field, if you feel like, hey, we have... Dak Prescott, Prescott, but we can go get Patrick Mahomes. Like, go do it. (laughs) You upgrade. And I think that everybody, you know, yeah, it would be weird. Feelings would be hurt, whatever. But if you're Jerry Jones and you feel Sean Payton's a better coach than Mike McCarthy, why wouldn't you do it? That's any position in sports and life. Like, you know, if if you think Sean Payton's better than Mike McCarthy, who cares if they win a playoff game? Go get your guy. Yeah, that's why I look at the Harbaugh situation where the pendulum has kind of swung back the other way. And it's like every other day and it's got quiet, which is usually a sign that there may be some, you know, solid negotiating now with President Santa Ono, uh, Ward Manuel, Harbaugh. Uh, but with agents involved, we don't know who's throwing out stories, who's leaking to all these insiders. Right. And, you know, I, my sources have been spot on that the president didn't want to jump in, but had to because if it was just Harbaugh and Manuel or Harbaugh's agent and Manuel, they weren't going to get a deal done. And that's why he was leaning towards the NFL. But, you know, Ursay's writing those notes to the fans. I, you know, it's more than wins and losses. And we're trying to do everything we can. I'm kind of paraphrasing from what I read earlier, but, you know, Harbaugh played there. Could he get his guy, you know, could he get his quarterback if they can trade up uh, with the Bears? Uh, Are they a quarterback away? But a young quarterback, you have no guarantee he's going to come help you uh, go to the playoffs. So there's there's a lot of positioning going on right now. And what's real, what's not. Isn't the whole Harbaugh thing getting old for Michigan fans? Oh, like, gosh, They have dude. to be at some point, like, you, you, if I was a Michigan fan, if I was, a, you know, the AD or the president, I guess, I'd be like, all right, well, we're going to give you another raise, Jim, but this is it. Like, we're, next time you, you talk, if we see stuff leaked by your agent that you want to flirt with the NFL, you're just going to the NFL. We're not having this anymore. I mean, it's got you got to draw the line somewhere, right? Yeah, if I was President Santa Huge, which really sounds pretty cool or perverted depending on how you look at it that if i was president santa huge i go jim you know what here's what we're going to do i'm going to give you a deal that's going to make you the highest paid coach per year in the big 10 i'm going to take care of your assistants uh we're going to add a big buyout a huge buyout to ensure that if you decide to change your mind we're going to get back a lot of this money, and it will be structured by year in terms of the buyout, but it will be big on the first three or four years because I want stability. You told us a year ago that this wouldn't be a recurring theme, and I get business, and I get you're upset with Ward Manual, and, I, and that he promised something because what I hear is really a sticking point 
Frank, is that after they beat Ohio State and just killed them, right, you know, trampled them in Columbus, Harbaugh was told by boosters that we're going to get together to get the money for the biggest deal in college football. So this is the weekend after they beat Ohio State, and now they're getting ready for Purdue in the Big Ten title game. What happens, again from you know my source, that Manuel doesn't want booster money just being funneled to the coach. He wants it for uh, the athletic department, which now you get the personal side of this. And how Harbaugh took a pay cut, you know, two years ago. Uh, how that negotiation was really drawn out, and and you get to this point where Harbaugh then hires the agent. Okay, didn't have an agent for a long mm-hmm. time. And then supposedly there were some, whether they're legal offers written up or, you know, an an email, like this is ballpark, right? And Harbaugh felt he doesn't feel appreciated by Ward Manuel. And that's where Santa Ono in his text just yesterday, early in the morning to the Michigan Nation and for the media to share, retweet, and screenshot that I am happy to announce that I'm in negotiations and talks with Ward Manuel and Jim Harbaugh, and again, I'm paraphrasing, I don't have him in front of me, are going well, and we hope to retain uh, Coach Harbaugh. We'll do everything we can, right? That, that's yeah, a story. Yeah, that, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And, and now now we don't know, is, is the bridge so tattered, shattered, that Harbaugh doesn't want to work anywhere Ward Manuel is? I don't know. I don't know that. And when your president comes out and says, hey, I'm in talks now, you kind of just publicly neutered your AD in yeah. terms of power, right? Yeah, you. Yeah, it, it absolutely does. It's just a weird, weird. Oh, it's a, it's a soap opera, opera drama it's going a soap on opera. year after year. And, and you know, Jim is a Jim is a strange guy. Like he just is. Like he, you know, I mean, he's he's his own character. And we'll see. But I always kind of laugh because Michigan fans always get mad at me when you point out that like, no, I think he would jump to the. He was going to jump to the NFL last year. If the Vikings offered him that job. Like every report says that. And now you're just dealing with the same thing again. What's it going to be next year? What's it going to be the year after that? Like, I mean, it's just, it's just, this is what you want out of your college football coach, and especially at a place like Michigan where you can hire anybody. It just seems like the pack would wear thin. But well, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's there for the next ten years. This is the last time we hear about it. Well, and also there's a vibe here in Michigan that after that two-hour virtual interview earlier this week with the Broncos. If you notice from that point on, all of a sudden there's all other names, and it's Peyton, and it's this, and it's uh, it's Shaw, it's all these different things, and you wonder if Harbaugh didn't interview well, didn't hit it out of the park with ownership and management right. that they all like Minnesota reportedly did last year, that they're they're going no, this he may not be the progressive type of coach we want, and you can look at Jim Harbaugh. And you can compare him to John Harbaugh. Style, football thoughts, they talk with their dad, they grew up that way, they're not going to change. And, and they're successful. Right. Baltimore's in the playoffs, but John Harbaugh's won a Super Bowl. Uh, it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's not the Flash, it's not Josh Allen running around and throwing it 80 yards you know, by flicking it. It's not that. So what you're going to get in the NFL, you can look at Baltimore, because he doesn't have a Colin Kaepernick, and Wilson won't be, uh, isn't the runner he was. But you're gonna get you're gonna get more of what I think you see in Baltimore. But they had Lamar Jackson, 
I don't think Lamar Jackson is coming back. They, they they may be forced to pay him because then what's the future of the Ravens franchise? And so now in the right. NFL, your your ownership, new ownership, which you have in Denver, and you're like, do we want to go that old school style? Or do we want something progressive? What's better for yeah. the guy we've invested uh, most of our salary cap money in and Russell Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think with the Harbaugh specifically, it's you don't I mean, he's been out of the NFL what, eight years, nine years now? That's a long that's lifetimes in the NFL. Like the game changes constantly. A guy like Peyton's only been out a year, that's no big deal. For eight, nine years, that that's a lot. And yeah, if you are having questions about is John Harbaugh just going to step? Or Jim Harbaugh just going to step in and be exactly as successful as he was with the 49ers? Well, he could be. Sure, he's. I think he's a heck of a coach. I really do. But there's also questions that this is Gruden, two, you know, John Gruden 2.0, where the game kind of he had to catch up to the game. He had to he had to figure out the modern NFL because eight nine years is the, the, the entire game changes in that amount of time. So it, it, he's just an interesting case. I think I think the Broncos prefer Sean Payton. I think that they would love to have that. But the thing about Harbaugh is he won't cost you any draft picks, and he's the big name, too. I think this ownership group wants a big name in there after the, the hack at the buckle. We'll see, though. It's, it's a very interesting carousel this year, a lot of it being that there's really not that many openings, and there's definitely no quality openings. I think every one of these openings is bad. It'll be interesting uh, when it kicks in, and I agree, when uh, the dominoes start to fall. And the longer Peyton holds out, the more I start to think about my cowboy a situation that even if the Cowboys are in the NFC Championship game, McCarthy carries no weight or juice with the media, state of Texas, national right. Cowboy fan base. Even if they went to the NFC title game, let's say, and they lost in Philly or San Francisco, I am telling you, McCarthy, he he feels like every time I hear him talk, and it's even that way in Green Bay, he feels like an interim coach, looks like an interim coach. He really does. And nothing against his success and what he's done. I'm not debating that. But I think Sean Payton brings that offensive mindset. They're, they're fine on their defense led by Parkinson, or I mean Parsons and uh, Micah and Diggs. They're, they're fine. But they need the creativity of Sean Payton running that offense. That's what they need. Yeah, I think that that would help a lot. I mean, Payton's a great coach. I, I don't. There's been some pushback on that, like, oh, you know, he should have won more with Breeze. I, I, I don't know what people are thinking. I, I think Payton's the top. If he's not a top five coach, he's he's certainly you know in that discussion. And like we said before, if you think you can upgrade at the one of the two most important spots in your football organization, well, you, you just gotta you can't worry about feelings too much or how it's gonna look. And Jerry doesn't care. Jerry does not care what it looks like. like he, if he thinks that's the right move, he's gonna make the right move because he's you know he, he's bigger than the organization in some ways. So it'll be very interesting to see how it opens. Yeah, look at the Jets. They're 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 openly saying we're gonna go after a big name free agent uh, quarterback, even though they just invested with Zach Wilson. They're not gonna get rid of him because they're they're on the hook with that bonus money but it's it's a business they're already saying hey you know zach wilson turned out to be a mistake and we're going to go in a different direction and they're going to move on you can look at purdy and trey lance and jimmy g and uh who trey lance could be a, a trey a chip for the niners who knows i mean it's just a lot between the coaches the quarterbacks it, it's great talk radio uh, conversation, and we'll see what happens. Hey, Frank, wonderful conversation on this Friday statewide broadcast. I appreciate it. Enjoy the games this weekend. 
Absolutely. It should be a fun one. All right. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Our road show is in Novi on the east side of the state, inside Suburban Collection Showplace, where the ultimate fishing show, Detroit, started up yesterday. Record crowds. Uh, record crowds again today. Show is tonight through Sunday. Uh, tickets, you can buy them in advance and then avoid the line. Go to ultimatefishingshow.com. That's ultimatefishingshow.com. They have the huge fishing boat selection, the expanded ice fill- or ice fishing village. You can book a fishing trip of a lifetime. Outfitters uh, Expo Lake Ultimate with uh, demonstrations. Mark Zona this weekend. Uh, Joe Thomas, Kevin Van Dam uh, was here yesterday. The hog trough. Uh, kid-friendly climbing wall uh, and so much. Uh, just go to ultimatefishingshow.com. Uh, That's ultimatefishingshow.com. Uh, and you can register to win a $1,000 shopping spree at Frank's Great Outdoors. They have a huge setup in the ice fishing village, I think, with their shanty collection. They've brought everything uh, from the warehouse. So ultimatefishingshow.com, Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten grand in cash. Don't miss piggy riches only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. A Friday road show is on the east side of the state with our affiliate, The Roar, in Detroit, we're inside the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. It is the ultimate fishing show, Detroit, one of the biggest fishing shows in America. Runs through today, Saturday, and Sunday. Final three days of the show. Record crowds uh, the last two days here in Novi. Everybody listening across the state, if you want all the info, buy tickets. Uh, schedules, all the details, uh, all the seminars with the biggest names in fishing and more, ultimatefishingshow.com here at the Suburban Collection Showplace 
in Novi through Sunday. Let's go talk some baseball. About an hour away of Comerica mm-hmm. Park. Uh, Tigers made the announcement that they're bringing in the fences. I like how they reacted quick uh, to a ballpark that was killing uh, production. Uh, but I think that's on the new president, Dan Hasty. Is not the president of the Tigers. He is a play-by-play voice of Detroit Titan basketball and your Tigers Class A, high Class A affiliate of the West Michigan Whitecaps, who also made an announcement uh, with stadium res- renovations, which looked fantastic. I saw those on uh, Dan's tweet yesterday. So uh, time to talk a little baseball. Dan, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, no better time to talk baseball than when it's, what, 30-some-odd degrees outside. But, yeah, I mean, everyone's bringing the fences in. West Michigan is doing it. The Tigers are doing it. Everybody wants to see home runs. Yeah, and, and so, again, we're, we're a listening uh, entity. We're not a visual. Uh, how ma- in, in layman's terms, how many feet and where are they bringing in the fence at Comerica? So at Comerica Park, essentially what they decided was that there were too many baseballs not being rewarded for being hit extremely hard to center field. So basically where the warning track has been in center field, that's going to be where the fence will come into. So any fly ball that gets hit that deep should be a home run is essentially what Scott Harris is, is telling us without telling us. Uh, any uh, uh, and again, I saw the the layout. It kind of confused me a little bit. It looked like a seating chart where I'm like, okay, what's going on? I can't read this because um, I really look not only dead center, but are they also talking about that left center deep alley? Is that coming in as well? I don't think it's coming in particularly. If anything, I think what's going to be the difference is that. They're lowering the wall a little bit all the way around. I think it's going to be a seven-foot wall pretty much from foul pole to foul pole. But the biggest difference, obviously, and as you know, will be that big LED board out in right center field. And how many times do fly balls go to die out there, right? Well, now at least if you you hit them about halfway up the wall, it's going to sneak over and end up being a home run. So that's a little bit of a change. On the whole, I think these are minor adjustments, Phil. I don't think these are huge game-changing kind of differences. But I will say this. Like, when Scott Harris got hired... You know, the idea of changing the dimension significantly in the ballpark kind of went out the window because Scott Harris had come from San Francisco. AT&T Park out there in San Fran is one of the most pitching-dominated ballparks in Major League Baseball. So he's been raised kind of seeing the benefits of having a pitcher's park. So honestly, any changes that have been made, like the ones we saw, I feel like are to just kind of quiet things down and, and lower the temperature for the time being. You know, and it's interesting you say that, quiet things down, lower the temperature. When Harris, and he was on my show, I think, you know, a week after he was hired, and I love his enthusiasm, I, I his track record where he's been uh, shows that, you know, he earned uh, this position with the Tigers. But then the offseason happens. And I, I believe it wasn't a political pivot. It was a reality pivot that maybe they thought they might be more attracted to free agents. Maybe after uh, going through the strengths of your organization, you understood it's with the farm system that eventually you got to see if these guys are major league ready. And we had, from my conversation with them to where we are now, more about the young bats, the young arms, getting more major league action coming up here in 2023 
to see who's major league ready for full-time gigs by 2024. You, you, you feel that same thing? Oh, see, you know, it's always difficult when you get a new change in the leadership position in baseball. It's, it's tough for fans because, and I understand this completely because I grew up a Tigers fan, but when you make that pivot and when you change leadership at the top, you have to hit the reset button as a fan. You have to give the new person that comes in time to build this thing the way they want to build it. It's not as if they're picking up where the last person left off. They're actually going to do things in a different way. So, unfortunately, you know, you hear the terms like we're rebuilding the rebuild. I've heard that one a few times. But, you know, the truth is, is that Scott Harris has a fairly clean slate, all things considered. And you think about what this payroll will look like. Miguel Cabrera comes off the books after this season. You know, unless he decides he really doesn't want to come back because the fences came in, I don't see that happening. But, you know, I, I do think that you have to give the guys you have opportunities because Scott Harris hasn't seen these guys. He hasn't seen them well enough or long enough to make a real, honest evaluation. So, I mean, next year is going to be an opportunity for some of these guys to nail down jobs for the foreseeable future, and I think it's also going to give him a really good idea of what he does have to work with. I agree. I I think, like I said, and then, you know, you're walking in and you're from the outside looking in, you may have seen a different picture, but after looking at what you have, when you look at uh, the money, and, and we'll see next winter that it's not just a, a Chris Illich isn't going to open up the checkbook like he said that, you know, money uh, was a co- part of the conversation when Harris took the job. But why spend it now? And I agree uh, with Miguel. I look at this team. I don't think they're anywhere close to being a contender. And I almost now have pushed it back to show me this team a year from now going into Lakeland in 2024. Dan Hasty, by the way, voice of the Tigers high A Midwest League affiliate, the Grand, well not Grand Rapids Whitecaps, West Michigan uh, Whitecaps, also play-by-play voice for U of D Titans basketball. Uh, before I let you go quickly, uh, what the Whitecaps are doing, man, what's the price tag on that? That looks pretty salty. <laughs> well, let's just say that uh, it, it's not going to be cheap. And, you know, you think about what teams have been doing and trying to modernize their ballparks. So Major League Baseball kind of required these, these minor league teams to update their facilities. So the Whitecaps had a certain amount of things that they needed to do in order to get up the code and meet the standards provided in the new agreement by Major League Baseball. But they decided not to take it one step farther. They took it about 10 steps farther. And now, I mean, you're going to be able to close your eyes and open up in about three or four years, and you're going to feel like you're in a completely new ballpark in West Michigan. There are so many upgrades from the dimensions in in West Michigan. They're bringing in the power alleys about 20 to 30 feet. They're going to move the bullpens into the outfield. They're going to see improvements in terms of suite levels. The clubhouse is getting a huge facelift. There are new batting tunnels coming that you can actually watch from the third base concourse. The concourses are going to be expanded and they're going to have the ability to close them down so you can have events there throughout the whole season. There's going to be so many differences from what we have in West Michigan now to what we'll see in the couple of years ahead. It's really, really, really exciting. Yeah, it looks fantastic. they got great ownership, Jarecki and the crew there. Good people. Dan, you do a great job as an ambassador 
for the West Michigan Whitecaps all across the state. Baseball season will be here before you know it. Well, we're a little over a month, maybe, give or take, uh, when you're going to get pitchers and catchers reporting uh, down in Lakeland, maybe a little over a month. Dan, uh, good to hear your voice again, my friend. I think baseball when I hear your voice, and uh, we'll talk soon. Absolutely, brother. You got it, Bill. All right, Dan Hasty checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners uh, with the Detroit Tigers and also the West Michigan Whitecaps and other uh, minor league baseball operations all across the state. We're live here on the east side of the state in Novi at Suburban Collection Showplace, the ultimate fishing show, Detroit. Started yesterday, record crowds. Today, record crowds. They're expecting huge crowds Saturday and Sunday here in Novi. If you want to buy your tickets online, avoid... Uh, the big crowds uh, at the box office on Saturday and Sunday. Go to ultimatefishingshow.com. This is one of the largest fishing shows in America. And coming up, Lance Valentine, the captain. Uh, he'll check in from the east side of the state. A listener on 100.9 FM and also uh, one of the best charter guides on the water anywhere in this country. We'll hear from Lance uh, later in the show. More on the Harbaugh Watch 2023 in the NFL playoffs. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. The huge show is back live. Superfly, you got something the wrong button pushed back there. All right, bud. All right, there you go. I know it's still there. There's slap back. You got it now? Nope. Now, now, now we got it. You hear me, Superfly? All right, there you go, Captain. Well, he's Captain Ready, and this is Captain uh, Lance Valentine, who is your definitive walleye resource. Teachingfishing.com. Uh, he's doing seminars uh, here at the Ultimate Fishing Show, uh, Detroit. Uh, he also lives north of Flint and spends a couple of different time periods every year from. Bay City area to Detroit on the Detroit River to uh, down in Lake Erie or near Lake Erie in Ohio. He joins us here on the Huge Show across Michigan again. Uh, Good to have you back. Good to be here. Good to see you. All right. So uh, here at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace, uh, what are you doing uh, this weekend? So we've got a booth here. Uh, We're selling some product, but we're also doing a lot of education, a lot of seminars. Uh, I'm getting ready to go actually on the tank. There's a 110,000-gallon Lake built here in uh, lake called Lake Ultimate. Early? I'm on the boat. Or later. Yeah, I'm on the boat. We're doing a seminar uh, twice a day on uh, Jig and the Detroit River. So uh, one of the few places we get a chance to be in the boat, be on the water, and actually uh, do a seminar from the boat. So what you have is uh, fishing courses and videos, live streaming at teachingfishing.com, uh, on demand if people want to watch yep. uh, things connected to fishing. You do charters, like I said, out of 
Bay City, is it? Yep, Bay City, Linwood, Linwood Michigan on second. And then Bay. Detroit River. Detroit River. And then Lake Erie, yep. And Lake, we're at down in Ohio. Lake so Erie. I'm, uh, I'm in here in Ohio. Just well, down, just yeah, so you kind of cover, you know, go up and down. And I follow the good fishing, man. You do, you follow the fish. <laughs> and, and that should be after, after teachingfishing.com. It should be follow, follow the fish. The fish. Com. Captain Lance Erickson. Or Lance Erickson. What am I talking about? What, how'd I get that? What was that? That's, Lance Erickson used to be like one of my neighbors when, you know, 10 years ago. Captain Lance Valentine uh, is joining us here at the Ultimate Fishing Show, uh, Detroit and Charters. Uh, that's something that, you know, families, yep. uh, businesses, yep. uh, neighborhoods, uh, guys, ladies yep. want to get together. Talk about the charters so, and how people you know, can book them. The really cool thing I do in the summertime on Saginaw Bay, we do a lot of trolling. So you don't have to have any skills at all. Um, you know, we set everything up for you. We let you do all the work. But I'm on a pontoon boat. I'm on an Anger Quest pontoon. I'm on a 26-foot pontoon. I can get six people on there. And look, at nobody can ever be unhappy on a pontoon. It's no. impossible to be unhappy it's, on a pontoon. It's pond a, floating, a floating party bar. So if you've got older people that can't move around a lot, if you've got young kids that you're worried about, bringing them on the pontoon is a great place to go. They can go right to teachingfishing.com, click on the charters, and book a trip with us. All right, Captain Lance Valentine. You'll see him on Lake Ultimate with some seminars. Teachingfishing.com. Book a charter uh, over there in Bay City. Thank you. Uh, Captain, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Right, Good seeing you. 24-7, everything connected to the show is available at thehugeshow.net. We're live at the Ultimate Fishing Show in Detroit. Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. It runs through Sunday. Buy your tickets. Avoid the huge box office walk-up. Uh, get your tickets and all the show info and details at ultimatefishingshow.com. Big. Bad. Huge.